Welcome to a special Christmas week discussion on 15-Minute History. I'm John Streeter. And I'm Joe Parker. And today we are remembering the Christmas truce of World War I with a short review of Peter Jackson's new documentary, They Shall Not Grow Old. Let's get started. Hey, John. How's it going? Good. So we went and saw this movie. We did. Uh, Let's go over first thoughts, your thoughts and mine. Sure. First thoughts, when I, you know, I saw the trailer and everything like that, and I was really excited for it, but I I wasn't prepared for how real it was going to be. We're going to try not to spoil too much of the documentary because we really want you to see it, but at one point, about 10 or 15 minutes into the film, they go from the black and white footage that's been slowly getting better and better and better, more crisp uh, and more high def. And then they switch over to it being in color, and they switch over to the audio of what the battlefields actually sounded like. And I got chills. I, I mean, it took my breath away at that moment. So the technical marvel of this film, I think, was one of the great points. The other point that really hit home with me was, you know, I've studied the First World War for a very, very long time. and But it's always been basically a chronology. You know, I can tell you, you know, what happened when in terms of the major battles all across the front. But this film created kind of a composite of the war. They showed trench life. They showed you know what it was like in the uh, in no man's land, and then they had a battle scene, and you didn't know what battle what it was, what what was really going on elsewhere in the war, and it really personalized it and brought it down to the very you know base level of the soldier in the trenches who had no clue what was going on politically, militarily, socially, culturally, economically with the rest of the war. He was just there trying to survive, and it showed his life in a way that I don't think has ever been seen before on film. So those were my two kind of very broad thoughts. How about how about you, your first thoughts? Uh, you stole one of mine, oh, which was the, the <laughs> transition from the black and white fast film that you normally see from World War yeah. I footage to what seems to be regular film with sound and voices. And with it slowed down, you, you see these men not as fast pictures that look kind of almost fake. You see them as people yeah. with stories and... You can see in their eyes the shock of what they've gotten themselves into. The Great War, as we talked about on our podcast, a lot of people signed up because this they were very excited. This is our Great War. This is a thing that we get to do. It was it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to the front and they realize this is hell, you can see it. You can almost smell it. I mean, it's it's just an amazing way to present something and one of the things that that i also loved and i didn't realize this until the end but there's no political agenda yes there's just what happened Mm -hmm. and the battle scene is not even named uh, at your point yeah it's supposed to be an amalgamation a composite of all these battles that have happened and you get a sense of it there's no historian narrating anything these are veterans of world war one speaking throughout the entire movie and it tells this the story that I remember in our our episode on the Great War mm-hmm. when we were discussing how I said, you know, there's never been a good movie about World War One. Yep. Now there has. Now, now, now there is. <laughs> yeah. This this movie, and it's not fake. It's not some trumped up love story. It's not anything else. It is grit and it is real and it shows you who these men were. Yeah, absolutely. Part of the thing that I also loved, and I love this about the previews, is the veterans discussing the idea of. There was a job to do, mm-hmm. and you just got on and did it. Yep. You didn't complain. You didn't. You 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 didn't start talking about how you felt about it or what your thoughts <laughs> were. You just realized, okay, this is a job that has to be done. And these are men like we're not part of the group, or may not have been part of the group, or are like this is our great war. We're so excited to go. Right. It was just we were asked to fight, and so we did. 
And it's it's such a departure, I think, from a lot of the uh, war films and, and certain certain like topics and war where it's just like, well, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I'm not sure. Like, yeah. there wasn't... And a lot of even documentaries about war do the exact same yeah, thing. They, 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 in, they interview the soldiers who didn't have that, we just got on and did it mentality because that's not all that interesting. Yeah. It's more interesting, the, you know, the, the soldiers who who worry about kind of the broad political things. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but no, you don't no. see you don't see that today. Yeah. And and the only other movie that I've seen that in recently is Dunkirk. Yeah. When when the family is crossing the channel to go and pick up soldiers, it's just like we have a job to do. Yeah, that's true. And, and I had not thought of that. Yeah. It's just it's an amazing scene to me anyway, because again it's just like it doesn't matter what you think about it. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. This is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Was there one bit of life in 1914 to 1918 that maybe kind of surprised you or that was revealed in the film or, or you were just kind of like, wow, I never, I never realized that? Because there was one for me, but I wanted to get your thoughts on, on yeah, that. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest. The, the thing that shocked me, we don't want to give away things about the film. Right. We want you to go and see this. this. This is an amazing film. But after the war ended, mm-hmm. what the response was to the men who came back, because... Again, before when the war first started, worldwide, it's like, this is our great war. Yeah. Everyone was excited about it. And then when they got home, I won't say anything else. It's not the reception they expected. Right. I think it's probably a good way to, to kind of tease the audience there. Yeah, that was that was one of mine. The other, I, I had kind of two, broadly speaking, the imagery of tanks and how they moved across the battlefield and how it's the beginning of a, of a new era in warfare. And yet those things were so huge and they were so terrifying Again, I, you read about that kind of stuff, and you know, I did I did a paper on the evolution of tank warfare back in college. But seeing it right there, just oh man, the uh, it was in, it was incredible to see those tanks again in color. And then another one, just very minor, but it for some reason the entire film, I, I was just I was drawn to this, and I have no idea why. How bad people's teeth were. I don't oh, yeah. know. Did you I, notice that? I totally noticed that. I was that. sitting there going, doesn't that hurt? That is horrible. I, I can't just, imagine how much that I was thinking hurt. like something like that has to hurt badly. <laughs> it's like, man. Yeah. And, the and teeth, I, teeth are gone, black. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was just, I, I don't know why it, it carried me out of the narrative of the story to an extent. I was just like looking at how that, how that person is talking and, and just feeling you know, every movement, movement of his mouth must hurt. Yeah. I can't. What, what was, if you could leave the audience with something to get them to go see this movie, what, what would you tell, tell our audience? It is history seen on film like you've never seen it before. I've seen history movies my whole life. I've seen history documentaries. I've seen history, historical interpretation, historical fiction. This is real history in high definition. It basically carries you onto the battlefield. The only thing that's missing is the smell. I was able, because of an experience I had, to recall the smell or a recreation of the smell of the battlefield, which enhanced my, my seeing the film. When I was living in the UK in 2005, the Imperial War Museum had a recreation of the trenches, and they actually pumped this sickly, sweet, disgusting smell into the room that you were in. But you got a sense of the smell of death and decay, which they talk about in the film. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of rambling here, but, but that's that's what I would say. It's history on film, as, or it's history as you've never seen it before. That's how I would get you into the theater. And I would tell you it's only available, it's only being shown... Uh, nationwide on December 27th, two days after this podcast will go up. So go get your tickets quickly. Eventually, I'm sure it'll make its way onto Blu-ray and DVD and streaming. But for now, that's the only way to see it is on the 27th. How about you? Is there is there one final word as we as we wrap this up? Uh, All of that, that you would say? Yeah, I mean, 
all, all of that for sure. I just want to emphasize this is not a documentary like you've ever seen mm -hmm. before. This is not something that's like, oh, yeah, I guess I should probably go watch that. You will not be able to take your eyes off of the screen. You will see things and hear stories from, from men who experienced horrors. Not read by actors. Not read by actors, actually actual them. veterans. And then if you stay afterwards, Peter Jackson takes you through how they did all mm -hmm. of this, how they were able to recreate, how they were able to salvage all of this film that he goes into detail about. And so it's, it's just, I really want to stress that this is unlike anything that has ever been done before. Yeah. This is unlike anything I've ever seen. And uh, it goes, goes just beyond any expectation I had walking into that mm -hmm. theater. Yeah. So it's a good way to put it. So go see this film uh, on December 27th or look for it eventually coming out on streaming services and on disc. But uh, if yeah. you have a chance, go see it uh, in two days. And we just want to stress that the new season of 15-Minute History starts January 7th. Two more weeks. We are so excited. We cannot wait. We have uh, have a whole new studio, new equipment. You might have noticed the increase in, so in sound quality here. Just, just a little bit. Uh, all of that is for you. We want to make this experience as good as it can be for you. And we are so excited for January 7th to get here. Agreed. Well, that's it for us today. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you, as Joe said, on January 7th.